fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, 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 hi. What's up, everybody? It's Thursday, September 1st, 2011, episode 86 of the Hotbox. My name is Matt. And my name is Ian. And welcome every Thursday, hotboxpodcast.com slash live, of course. Join us for the live show. And if you can't, hey, that's all right, too. You can go to hotboxpodcast.com, make sure you're subscribed in iTunes, write us a review. That'll help get the word out. Always appreciative of our lovely five-star reviews. Maybe not so much of the one star ones, but I don't think uh, I don't think we have any of those. No one we're, stars. We're doing a okay. Could use a few more, but hey, we haven't pissed anybody off enough yet. Uh, well, let's see if we can change that tonight, <laughs> shall we? Right. Give right. us a call live four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. Of course, that's our direct line. If you call when the show is not live, you can leave us a message, and we will play it on the show, assuming you have something smart to say. Of course. Uh, 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 first, uh, I'm so, uh, hold on, let me, let me be the stereotypical, hold on, uh, who did I call you? Click. I hate that. You know how many times that happens. But, uh, yeah, we do this, like I said, live Thursdays for the time being, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern, right on time tonight. Very impressive. Not bad for a couple of dumb potheads, huh? Couple of we are on time. Holy I know shit. it. I know. Where's Hold on. Where's the calendar? Start over. Start right. over. We owe right. another half hour. <laughs> okay. uh, first and foremost, got to say huge thanks, man. You guys really came through this time. I appreciate it. Uh, we had a little lightning rainstorm yesterday and uh, had some power outages, and it fried one of our RAM sticks that we use in our desktop machine. That is our main recording box. Blue screens of death all over the place and i i saw that and i was like oh my heart just broke uh, this thing i've built this computer from the ground up from my own blood sweat and tears and some of my mom's money and i was just like oh no baby don't don't do this i like had it in pieces like doing cpr on it just trying to bring it back to life we are running on uh minimal <laughs> minimal random access memory for the time being but you guys came through. I would like to thank our big helpers, Sponge Bill, Brandon, and of course, my mother. She she was like, hey, I heard your computer broke. The show must go on, huh? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, Mom, it, it the show must. So thank you guys so much. Uh, if you do want to help, hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. We have this expensive, dedicated server that keeps the uh, show going nice and fast. You'll appreciate the under 30-second downloads for a full episode. If you got it go in the morning, boom, it's updated. It's on your iPod. It's on your Android. Or you can listen right on the site. All that stuff makes it go super fast, but it's very expensive. So any help uh, is greatly appreciated. Uh, yes, caller, you're live on the Hotbox. Hey, Matt. You got Jimmy here. Oh, what's up? Jimmy One Green Thumb in the house. What are you doing, man? How's it? How's it going? It's uh, going good, other than the uh, RAM that broke. But other than that, we're <laughs> piling through it. No worries. Jimmy knows about computer problems. Yeah? Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, man? 
So I was just calling in. Uh, I was out running around town, so I haven't been listening to the show. I don't know what you guys have talked about or haven't. But I'm just calling in to talk a little bit about the petition and where we're at and what we need. Oh, sure. Yeah, we actually just started, so uh, let's talk about the petition. Cool. I heard that you have uh, one more training class in Evergreen next week. We are. We're going to do at least one more training class. I don't know if after next next week if it's really going to be worth training many more people. We we really don't need any more people's names on our list. We need more actual active gatherers. So you have, a lot of, you have people that are on the list that maybe aren't pulling the weight that they had signed up to pull. Correct. Yeah, sure. We're right now, we're after training tonight's class, we've got about 150 gatherers. Wow. And I would say maybe 25 active, and the rest are just list of people on our names. Now, they might be active gatherers that aren't reporting either. We just haven't heard from them. It's really important that people that have taken the time to get trained report so we know what's, so we know where we're at. You know, it's right now it right. looks like that we're, we're lagging behind our goals, but I also don't believe that we are actually lagging. I think it's a case of lack of reporting. And, and, and how do you report? Um, well, whenever somebody got trained in their packet, they should have been given a district or county captain list. And we should report to any one of their captains. We should clarify that the only way you are allowed to go out and collect signatures is to get trained. You cannot just go on your own and collect signatures. You have to go through this training because this is very important that the signatures collected are legitimate. Correct. And it's, it's required, you know, it's, it's required that we do this right. There's a lot of little rules in place that can be broken. Um, well, yeah, we because... We can know that the commie mommies are out in full force yep. trying to mess this up for us. And that's what I was going to say. The people on the other side, you know that they are trained and that they're doing everything they can, you know, to, to not let this happen. Right, absolutely. And, and so... In every signature gatherer's training packet, there is a list of county captains, right? Yep. And and how you report is you just phone one of them and say you collected 10 signatures. Yeah, and make a simple phone call, email, text message, Facebook message. Jesus. It's wow. It's simple, you know. It doesn't you know, need we, to be complex. You make it easy. We, we should well, have made it easier. I, I mean, a phone call? Yesterday. Wait, what's and, a phone call? The thing, I think Ian's pointed this out on the show a couple of weeks ago, is we need to maintain an average of 1,200 signatures a week, every week for the rest of this petition, or we lose. And when, simple as that. when does the petition end? September 30th, by close of business, September 30th, every signature has got to be submitted to the elections office. All right. you signature after that is not counted. You heard that, guys. September 30th. Today, like I said at the beginning of the show, Thursday, September 1st, you have till the end of the month to do this. We have one chance, one shot, eight-mile style, in the mirror, puking mom's spaghetti all over your shirt. We have to get this done. And, and here's the deal, guys, is, and Ian's the one that pointed this out to me. we got 140, close to 150 gathers now. That's two signatures a day, five days a week. Tell me one person who cannot get two signatures a day. It's not a, it's not a lot. All you need to do is point it out to people as something that touches home. You know, and really, it's not about medical marijuana at this point. It's about our voter rights. 
Yep. And all we need to do is emphasize this to people like that and point out that, you know, no matter what the subject is, whether it's medical marijuana, gun rights, property rights, alcohol rights, no matter what the subject is, our legislation does not have the authority to overturn 62% of the voters like they did. That's right. And if we let them get away with this, who's to say that they won't go after your gun rights? Who's to say they won't go after anything else you hold dear and near to your heart? This is about our rights. Absolutely. They so, would like to say that they wouldn't go after so your rights. Here's a big problem that we're facing right now is there's a lot of people that, that aren't pulling their weight out there. And the fact you want to name names and call them out? Let's do it right now. Who is it? I'll call them up personally. I'll call them on the show. I'll put them on blast. <laughs> Start prank calling them. Print, yeah. We've, we've got one specific provider who is currently in business benefiting from all of our work and um, has, has gone as far as refusing to sign the petition. What? Who is it? Nor- who is it? <clears throat> it's Woodstock Gibson Libby. Why? What's his problem? Does he know that this is going away? They don't feel it's important. Um, You know, I I haven't made it up to actually Libby to talk to them in person. I talked to him on phone. Other than that, the message is being relayed from my captain up there. But they just, they don't want to participate. What? How is this not important? Are you just going to sell it on the black market and say, oh, well, fuck everybody if this happens? Like, how can this not be important regardless of if you smoke or not? Absolutely. That's appalling. So... So here's the deal. Anybody who's listening to the show that lives in Montana that has a caregiver or provider, I want you to ask them, what are you doing to help the cause? Are you doing anything? And if they're not, maybe you should think about who your caregiver is. That's right. If they don't care, then maybe you shouldn't <laughs> give her your money. Huh? <laughs> See what I did there? All right. I also Ever. do a comedy show. Ever. Just saying. <laughs> but yeah. And now what well, I've I've seen on Facebook a lot is people wanting to sign the the petition but not being able to find one and granted that's not here but in these smaller towns maybe in different regions of montana uh, i'm sorry if you're yeah we have a lot of listeners out of state right now this is strictly montana uh focus do we have a list somewhere is there a place online people can go to to find where they are and then say hey this is where i need to go to get my signature counted if you're on Facebook, or even if you're not on Facebook, on Facebook you can go to the Patients for Reform, Not Repeal Facebook page. They've got it listed there. Okay. As well as you can find a, a pretty up-to-date list on Patients for Reform website. Good. Um, you know, in Kalispell here, it can be found, of course, at Glacier Health. It can be found at the Greenhouse. Um and let me tell you guys, that's patientsforreform.org. Patientsforreform.org. I'll put a link in the live chat right now for uh, our live listeners. So, You know, I really encourage not just caregivers, but other businesses that have benefited from this industry in the past two years. Um, like the electric company? Publications, maybe. You should ask the publisher of certain magazines what they've done to help the cause. Sure. Um, grow shops, garden shops. You know, any place that has benefited from our industry, you know, in my mind, they've got a moral obligation to have this petition in their hands at all times until September 30th. And and there's a lot of gar- garden shops. There's a lot of um, different publications that just are not pulling their weight right now. And they need to be presented by the patients of 
what are you doing to help the cause? What's the main excuse you're hearing? You're out there in the in the thick of it. I know Ian is is out there. What what are the main excuses you guys are hearing that people don't want to sign it? They're afraid to be on another list or what? The biggest well, you got a number of things. The num- the biggest excuse that we hear of people not wanting to help gather signatures is they're scared. Were they scared um, of it's it's this is part of being in America is the right to protest they're, the they're right scared because it's a medical marijuana petition when in reality they're they're looking at a very narrow portion of what the petition is so and that's why I focus so much on the petition's not about medical marijuana it's right. about our voter rights therefore you shouldn't have anything to be scared and of we've been drilling that into people's heads since day one is that you know if you're against it sign this petition because what's going to happen is it's going to go back on the ballot and we're all going to vote again because apparently some of us didn't know what we were voting for the first time, according yeah, to our, right. our loyal leaders, you would think. <laughs> that, that's amazing. Now, um, what was I going to say? Anyway. The list of places that you can sign the petition is also on the MTCIA website, so mtcia.org, right. and you'll click on petition on the upper right-hand corner of the website, and it'll give you a, a pretty decent list. And there's quite a few places in smaller cities like we were mentioning before. Good. And on patientsforreform.org, if you look on the right-hand side, there's links, uh, the second one down, where to sign, so check it. So other than that, everything going Okay. Other than that, um, everything is going really well. You know, like I said, I think we're actually, the numbers are showing less of a success than what we're actually getting due to a lack of reporting, I believe. Um, On average, for my zone, Northwest Montana Districts 1 through 16, we've got, we're averaging real close to 50% of the 5% needed. Um, So we're really about there, and that's not including a huge batch that's being sent to Missoula first thing in the morning. And the good news is right now our acceptance rate at the counties is 77%. And that's Um, due to the training, of course. Absolutely. You know, the consultants are telling us that from their experience, even paid petition drives average an acceptance rate of 70%. So we're absolutely blowing them out of the water with volunteer base. Right, and that's I was going to reiterate that. These are volunteers out there. Ian's not getting paid to do this. Jimmy's not getting paid to do this. Now, everyone is doing this because they care about their rights. They either care about cannabis or they care about this issue being put back on the ballot so that we can all do another vote, which I feel is completely unnecessary and a waste of time, money, resources sources, what have you, but whatever. If it's got to be done, it's got to be done, and hopefully this will be the last time that we do it. If, if we vote again, this isn't the presidential election eight years ago where Florida's <laughs> like, hold on, we forgot how to count to 10. We got we to gotta recount this again. Hold on, hold on. Uh, our, our machine broke. Our, our fucking abacus broke or whatever the hell they were using to count votes. Like, this is, this is completely our legislative force saying you're a bunch of idiots and you didn't know what the hell you were voting for, so daddy has to step in and just completely wreck everything that these good people helped build. We've seen raids. Michigan is seeing the same thing. Dispensaries getting closed down. If this, if this is allowed to happen, every state that has medical marijuana, besides maybe college Colorado and California, of course, because there would be riots and Rodney King style beatings. Uh, they're going to do this. They're going to look at what happens here and it's going to be mimicked throughout the country. 
Montana's badass. If we get a, if they get away with this in Montana, legislations across the nation are going to go crazy. Right, because they know we have militias. We have some crazy people up here, and if they can get away with it here, they're going to walk all over everybody, everywhere else, completely. Well, I appreciate the call, Jimmy. Anything else you want to uh, tell everybody while we got you on? No, I just wanted to touch bases on the petition for the... I guess a so-called plea out for, for help, you know. we got four weeks of this left. Um, a lot of people, it, it's, there's a very good chance that I won, or IR-124 will be on the ballot in November of 2012. Um, however, it's, it's not a guarantee until we got it. That's um, right. And now a lot, of people, a lot of people are saying the 15% to overturn the bill in the meantime is impossible, and it's not going to happen. So I'm putting a plea out there that, you know what, we need to send a very clear message to our legislation that Montanans did know what they voted for, and we're not going to tolerate our legislation overturning our votes like they did. No, that's and ridiculous. That is unacceptable. Our 5%, we've only halfway exceeded. And and we've we've almost sent a message to the legislature in the wrong message of saying, you know what, maybe this isn't what Montanans wanted. They had a hard time getting 5%. So I'm going to put a plea out there that if you've taken the time to get trained, go out and get two signatures a day, every day for the next four weeks, and let's win this with 15%. We have to send a very to legislation. That's right, because like we said, if not, they're going to just continue to walk all over us, and they're going to think that in their, in their crazy, messed up minds that they are helping the people and doing the right thing rather than what they're doing in reality, which is helping pad the private prison systems, helping continue their war on drugs, which is unnecessary. It's unacceptable. And if you support that, then you're fired. That's, I'm taking it back old school. You're fired. That's all. And here's something we need to remember, you know, let's look at the facts is, Jeff Essman owns a huge amount of stocks in GW Pharmaceuticals. Hey, so listen, Jimmy. You think there's not a reason? Jimmy, yeah. we can't talk facts and logic with some of these people, though. We've oh. seen that firsthand oh. in the legislative hearings. You <laughs> cannot talk logic with these people because they go, huh? No, no, it's for the kids. You're putting pot in the hands of the kids. You're an idiot, and I don't know how you don't get hit by cars crossing the street. <laughs> now, real quick, while we got you on the line, what happens in the unlikely, hopefully, event that the petitions, uh, we don't get the numbers? What What's going to happen then? What can people expect? If, if we don't get even the 5%... Besides me kicking some ass. Um, me and you and Ian and hundreds of other people have absolutely wasted all of our time in life. And how much money? Hundreds of thousands of dollars, perhaps? And, and thousands of dollars. It, it all becomes pointless because it doesn't get on the ballot. It's done. Now, that's why I'm at law-wise, does it so, revert so to... Along that same line, we, we've sent the very wrong message to legislation that what they did maybe is what Montanans wanted. In addition to not only sending the legislation... The, I believe that if we don't win this with the petition, we don't win it in court because we've also sent the judge the wrong message. Right, right. And we, I mean, 30,000 people, like, we really? There, that many people have their cards or had their cards at one time, and this is what we're getting out of it, signature-wise? 
Come on, guys. There are still patients out there that have not signed this petition. Perhaps. It's absolutely unacceptable. Right. If you're a caregiver, ever were a caregiver, or a provider, were ever involved with this industry, or hope to be. Concerned, you have a moral obligation to have this petition and help us. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, thanks for the call, Jimmy. I'll thanks, get off Jimmy. My soapbox. I'm going to go mow my grass. Nice. Hey, Adios. we appreciate all your hard work, man. Definitely. Hey, thanks, guys. All right. Bye. Jimmy One Green Thumb. You guys can find him on Facebook. Uh, he is a great resource to have. Uh, he always posts lots of good information. So do a search for that. He's in my friends list. He's friends with Hotbox, of course. Uh, I'm sure on Ian's uh, friend list. So check it out. Maybe. Maybe. Right, Ian. But definitely check it out. So. I'm excited that I don't have to talk about the petition. I, f- I feel like a broker in record enough. Isn't it? And I feel oh, bad because this... Petition, go gather signatures, you lazy fucks. Yeah, you know what to do, yada, yada, yada. And I, I hate to to put that spin on it, but you can only drill it into people's heads so many times before the people have to take responsibility and go out there and do the work. If you want to reap the benefits, you got to do the work. Otherwise this is going to go back to bullshit black market BC buds, one strain. You're not going to have a beautiful menu or little samples. If your guy's nice, it's going to go back to the way it was. And we don't need to criminalize sick people because of our dumb lawmakers abusing their power. That's what this comes down to. A complete abuse of power. And like he said, man, you guys have a, a complete moral obligation if you are involved in this industry in any way, shape, or form. Get it done, please. You have one month. It's so easy to it, collect signatures. Can you sign it's, your name? It's really easy. Oh, to, to collect out. them? Yeah. Can to you go walk? Out and collect signatures. We have a one legged gentleman doing it. If he can do it, are you gonna, you're not going to let a one legged guy show you up, are you? I mean, you have two legs, right? All you got to do is ask, and if they throw a fit and you explain to them that is just it's putting the rights. issue back on the... And see, bringing it up... I see, and I don't even bring up the fact that it's about rights. I just say that it's... shouldn't have to, It's but. to put the medical marijuana law on the ballot so the citizens of Montana can vote on it. Right. And if they say, absolutely not, I don't want anything to do with it, you walk away and you go to the next person. That's right. You walk away, you go to the next person. Eventually, don't waste your time... With within the first arguments. five people that you ask, you will get two signatures. And guaranteed. there you go. Guaranteed. There you guaranteed. go. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. All right. So let's uh, move on a little bit. We had a website contact comment submission here. Uh, this is from Curly Bud. You can go to hotboxpodcast.com at any time, 24 7, uh, on the About Us page. There's a little comment form there. You can send it. That goes to us. And here we go. He says, uh, I've been smoking for about three... Move your cursor. <laughs> yeah, I've been... Thank you. I've been smoking for about three awesome years. I was arrested at the age of 17. I had to do this teen court type deal. I had to do some community service, and the charges were wiped clean off my record. So my record is clean now, and it's been almost six months since. I've just recently started listening to your podcast. Awesome, by the way. Nice job, Ian. Hey. 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 Pats on the backs. Pats on the backs. I'm just wondering what the laws in Florida are, and how long do you think it will be until I can go out and smoke marijuana legally? Keep up the good fight. Curly bud. Uh, You could probably start smoking cannabis legally if you moved. Or when hell freezes over, I believe, if you see snow and... 
Uh, the laws is in Florida are actually very strict, pretty pretty stout, which uh, is kind of hypocritical considering one of our federal patients uh, lives there. Yeah. Irvin Rosenfeld, mymedicinethebook.com. Was it the mayor or the governor that was growing pot? Uh, allegedly. It wasn't hers. Allegedly. It was just hey, in her yard. How did that get there? Oh, man. Yeah. I wonder how far along the plants were. They I were know, like huh? in week I wanted, seven. I wish like, I could have seen a picture maybe. like white picket fence, little <laughs> greenhouse. Oh, man. Herbs um, and spices, the colonel's recipe. <laughs> nice, Gov. Nice. Um, but yeah, basically, have they? They don't have medical. From last nope. I heard, they were like a zero tolerance state. Yeah, so twenty grams or less is a misdemeanor, uh, with maximum penalty being one year in prison. And do they have minimum fine. mandatories there? Uh, yes, they do. Yeah, um, for certain things. Uh, curly bud, move. Uh, more than twenty if grams, it's a felony. Uh, maximum of five years and a five thousand dollar fine. Uh, 25 plants, um, felony, 15 years maximum sentence, and a $10,000 fine. Um, but there's this little thing that they, so about mandatory minimum, minimum sentences. When someone is convicted of an offense punishable by the, by a mandatory minimum sentence, the judge must sentence the defendant to the mandatory minimum sentence That's or that to means. a higher sentence. Right. So it, you have at the very least, you're going to get hit with that. Correct. The which judge has no, no power to sentence the defendant to less time than the mandatory minimum. Which means if you're in a state that has MMRs, move or do everything you can to get at the very least that taken away because mandatory minimums for this specifically no good yeah rape murder anything that affects other people in a negative way sure this does not and it should absolutely not have mandatory minimums associated with it uh normal.org has some great info about each state you can search there that's I where noticed, I'm getting this from. Okay, I also noticed in the chat Justin Fan Dark Red uh, posted a link to puffmm.org, p u f m m marijuana marijuana uh, .org. This is People United for Medical Marijuana. This is uh, specifically for Florida. There's a link in the chat right there. Um, fast facts. I'll throw this in the forums too. Hotboxpodcast.com/forums. Uh, they say we're working to re-legalize medical marijuana by petitioning, educating the public, and lobbying our legislators. Now, why does he say re-legalize? That's interesting. Did uh, everybody... 70 years ago it was legal? Are people aware? Well, not just that, but even 20, 30 years ago, the majority of states had medical laws. There was just nothing ever done to get that okay. moving forward so that people could attain the cannabis. Uh, so, Florida's ballot initiative, number of verified signatures, they have uh, 28,696 as of August 27th. They needed uh, 676,811, that's by February 1st, 2012. Uh, there's a link there to see the numbers of signatures per district. There's a link for the petition, instructions, get registered, they have email uh, newsletters, uh, all that good stuff. They're an all-volunteer organization, and they need your help. How can you help? I'm glad you asked. Uh, see what you can do as one person by gathering together your friends, family, planning an event, party, all that stuff. They're looking for 700 people around the state that can commit to at least 40 volunteer hours. They are known as the Puff MM Elite and will get special privileges throughout the campaign while collecting 1,000 signatures each and $400 in donations over the course of the campaign. If you guys want any info... Email info at puffmm.org. P-U-F-M-M 
org. So that's a good, good, good info. Uh, they have uh, some interesting, amazing marijuana facts at the bottom of the page here I'll share with you. There are five types of cancers that marijuana stops tumor cells from spreading. Brain, breast, lung, pancreatic, and prostate. Interesting enough, a lot of the more common ones. And pancreatic brain, some of the more deadly ones. Marijuana is also the number one cash crop in the U.S. and in each of these states. Ready? Alaska, Alabama, California, Connecticut, Hawaii, Kentucky, Maine, North Carolina, Oregon, now South Carolina, Tennessee, and West Virginia. So there you go. The numbers are there. It's just a matter of getting the people out and getting the work that needs done, done. So puffmm.org, if you're in Florida, check it out. They are trying to get something going there. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, thanks for the comments, of course. You can leave comments on each episode post in the forums, email us, uh, send a, a comment form, all that good stuff. Ian. Yes, sir. How's uh, your week been? I noticed you had uh, some some family stuff going on last week. Uh, We had VJ on, the one-legged petition gatherer. We had Doug Chayette on from Montanans for Responsible Legislation. That was episode 85 of the Hotbox. You can go back and listen to it on the site right there. Or if you're subscribed, of course, you can get it right in your listener, whatever you happen to use. I like Beyond Pod for Android, uh, iTunes, whatever, so... Uh, everything good though? Everything uh, situated? Yeah. You want to Every- tell? Everything's pretty good with my week. Um, you want to tell everybody what happened? Oh yeah, so not important. You or? know, I, obviously, I talked to uh, to a lot of people about cannabis. I I am collecting signatures. Well, I meant why you're gone, but oh, because I, oh, I just had I family. Gone? You had a family. Oh, thing. Sure. Did you want to tell uh, them? If uh, not, it's, uh, um, car accident. Grandfather in a car accident. He is uh, elderly, and uh, they got kind of ran into. Um, on the highway down by uh, Walmart, and so uh, hmm. uh, he had to go to the hospital. Um, he's had some uh, uh, some surgeries done um, recently, sure. and so he had another minor surgery done because the car accident it wasn't too major. But see, this is this is the the interesting part is is he's suffering from Alzheimer's, and so he right. forgets that he's injured, or he forgets that there's something wrong with him. And Issues so, that he has that need medication or something. R- right, like that. he just so, he, right. he you know every day when he's supposed to take a couple medications or whatever he he thinks that he's fine he, and a strong-willed guy that's like i'm oh yeah. fine i don't need that so he got in a car accident on thursday and on sunday they're doing a garage sale and he's out there like heaving boxes around and moving stuff around <laughs> oh, wow. and you know to, like being your typical workaholic and 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 you'll remind him that he was in a car accident and he oh, i don't i don't give a shit about that you know, he, <laughs> oh, you know like he's certainly and and as far as the alzheimer's thing goes i mean he just I mean, he can lose his keys in his pocket if if he's is not careful. Is it pretty uh, advanced stages of it? Then, I, you know, I really think it's it selective. I really, think, really, <laughs> yeah, I really think that he uses it to his advantage a lot of the times. Hey, like, if you can, I mean, when he doesn't like, and you can tell too because he doesn't get like if he drives somewhere he doesn't get lost, but if he doesn't want to go somewhere he just gets all pissed off because he can't find his keys. He just all of a sudden forgets. Yeah, just oh god, too, ah. yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I mean. I don't know. It's kind of funny. That's cool. Um, so he's okay, though? Everything's yeah, good? Yeah. Good. No, he'll be fine. Good. Well, I mean, as fine as he can be, sure, I guess. Sure. You know? <laughs> and if he's not, he'll forget. So, um, And I say hey, that. I say that in win. the lightest. In the, in the, oh, know, yeah. No, of course. And, you, and you'll, you'll see sense. from this, this next story here. Right. So I, I'm out there on Sunday uh, helping the grand folks uh, uh, with their garage sale, just kind of wrapping it up for them. 
And uh, my uncle, uh, another relative of mine, obviously, stops out to to say hello to his parents. Um, He hasn't been out to their house uh, for several months because last summer they grew a small crop of cannabis in the garden. Um, small small crop, uh, 24 plants, all legal, uh, covered by cards, um, completely legitimate, um, in grandma's flower garden. Sure. In a greenhouse, concealed from the neighbors. I mean, it was... it was Not, it was, like, right out in the open, like, hey, no. look at us, we're old and growing pot, ah! Right, no, in the right. back, I mean, you, you couldn't... You wouldn't be able to tell... Matter of fact, they'd had plenty of company over that never knew the wiser i mean it's in a greenhouse out in the garden you you know you're not unless you're invited out there you don't wander out into the garden exactly um but anyway he felt so strongly against (laughs) cannabis that he stopped bringing his daughters my cousins out to grandma's house because he didn't want them to be introduced to marijuana at their grandparents' house interesting um and it was all my fault that uh uh, our, our family had fallen apart because i had introduced them to cannabis i introduced the family to cannabis, which is Man, such a farce. Bastard. Uh, you know, um, <laughs> introducing people to cannabis is an interesting concept. I didn't, actually didn't think about it. Like, until... have you met my good friend Mary Jane here? And then, like, right. with like chloroform, and then they wake up <laughs> with like a gas mask on tied to the chair. Like, right. really? Yeah. And so, and, and not to mention when he was younger, uh, he smoked pot and drank and did other illicit drugs as well. And so, um, did he get into some trouble about that? Maybe that's he got why thrown he has... out of college. Actually, okay, so that's why he has a negative. Right. Arc. So he got he got okay. thrown out of college um, because of that his his drinking and, and drug use, and so he has this pretty negative bias. And that goes back to what we were talking about before with the abuse, misuse, or right. the regular or use. use. If this is affecting your education. social responsibilities, exactly. then you are probably abusing those exactly. substances. Which is much different than drug use. Right. Anyway, this this uh, it was probably an hour and a half long um, debate, um, and and some of it was civil. Uh, he only erupted and called me some foul names, a, a piece of shit, scourge of the earth. I don't deserve to live um, because of what I do. That I, I, I to him, I I push drugs onto young kids all day. Right. Well, like I mean, I'm, every I'm time I drive by use. the school, you're out there. I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. You don't I, have kids. I mean, three fifteen. Like, really? It's the best well, time. I know. I mean, that's jackpot time. I mean, every kid's got two, Meth, three bucks. Blow, what do you want? Yeah. I mean, two, three bucks, lunch money. You didn't buy right. your milk today. Tubes. Here you go. That's right. And then I hit the, the grade schools, and I go to the preschools. I go by the church right on my way home. That's um, that's a day in the life, man. This, this so, was, the, come unfortunately, on, come my, on. This, my conversation with my uncle was the first conversation I've had with somebody that was so against cannabis that he would resort to lying and arrogant bullheaded statements to defend his position now who does that sound like legislators right who might should be looking for jobs soon just saying a a few of his points and this is where the argument i just i i couldn't even the conversation died because i there was i couldn't talk to him anymore how does that start out you guys are just back there and all of a sudden he comes up and is like you okay well actually so i'm 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 texting my girlfriend she's on her way to work and I'm sending her a text message and he comes up and he's like so what are you doing there and I was like uh, selling drugs to kids te- what are yeah you doing? he's like I, and I said texting my girlfriend he's like oh I thought you were setting up a deal yeah don't take that out of context and I, and I thought uh no and all I said was mm, no I, Is it I do that all day five? at work yeah I do that all day at work and when I'm not at work I'm, I'm not doing deals on the phone I don't do delivery I exactly it is a job to me Granted, I, when I some... leave I leave and I don't 
do I don't I don't do extracurricular work or moonlighting. You don't so, exactly. And some people may be involved in some of that. Whatever. Sure. If that's your thing. Don't call Ian and say, "Hey, on your way home, can you stop here and meet happening. me in the parking lot of Albertsons?" Because what are you going to tell him? Well, I can't because I am not your provider. It's actually the farmer, and so I can't legally dispense to you outside of my shop. Exactly. So, um, and then after he kind of got over the fact that I was sending a text message, he kept looking around all nervously and like <laughs> looking up at the magic. sky and kept looking up at the sky. And he was like, "Man, I, I think we're being watched." Oh come on! And really? I, honestly, it caught me enough off guard that I was like, "For what?" Wait, are we? Yeah, like what? Like why would we be being watched? And he's like, "Is it you- Thursday? We're not. Be- Hold on, are we being watched? <laughs> yeah. Are there people out there?" So he was plum convinced that because I work in a dispensary, that the the DEA would have helicopters flying over, spying on me. Literally, I mean, he was really concerned well, that we were being watched. They use UAVs now. I mean, let's be sure. honest. It's not black helicopters. It's little tiny sure. drones that are in the form of a bumblebee in your flower garden. You know, come Absolutely. on. Um, so his logic is is that since the federal government classifies marijuana as a Schedule One drug, it is absolutely more dangerous than Schedule Two and Schedule Three drugs. Well, our government's never lied to us before. A- absolutely not. <laughs> And upon telling him, asking if that if he believed everything his federal government told him, he said, "Oh, what are you a government basher?" And it's well, like, what are oh, you a libertarian? Like, yeah, come like, on, dude. Like, I'm not trying to bash the government. I'm just asking if you believe everything that they say. Exactly. And he and he didn't say yes, but he was very adamant about Schedule Two drugs being less dangerous than Schedule One drugs. Now, so then tell, I, what's Schedule Two? Just uh, off the top of your head, is well, that that's, uh, cocaine. Yeah, and Meth? methamphetamine, yep, and opiates, oh, really? uh, oxycotons, oxycodones, oh, sure. Sure. Uh, the hydrocodones, all of yep, those. Yep. Those are all Schedule Two drugs. And so, Very, uh, I bring up substances. I yeah. ask him if he really thought that methamphetamine was safer than marijuana, hmm. and his answer is yes, because it is a Schedule Two drug. Well, I. Well, that's where my conversation have, with him. I just I didn't know what to say. Have you seen meth billboards here? Uh, what is I that, have the Montana meth project. I have. Have yeah. you seen pot billboards? You know, I, I have used, seen pot billboards. I used to have a daughter. Now I have a prostitute. Pot. Not even once. Like, what? come on, guys. Where are we living? Is this? Um, so this is this that. is somebody that is this is somebody's that's very against marijuana. This is their mindset. I mean that they he honestly believes that methamphetamine isn't as dangerous as marijuana, and and the reason is is because nine to him, and I will quote him by saying, oh, nine out of ten marijuana users also use harder drugs like cocaine and methamphetamine. Nine out of ten. This coming from an a good Christian man, which is an oxymoron. Judging that, brother. Judging all of us cannabis users as other as using harder drugs as well. He also was very offended when I brought up the fact that his prescription drugs are also drugs, and that he is not drug free because he takes opiates. Even in his defense is well, they're prescription drugs, so they're legal. That's my argument about cannabis. If you have a cannabis recommendation in a medical card. It's also legal. If you do not have a medical card and you have marijuana, that is considered an illicit substance. Sure. If you have Laura tabs in your pocket and you don't have a prescription for them, that is also an illegal illicit substance. Yep. There's no difference. Um, 
it, it got pretty ugly there towards the end. It, it actually wound up in my. Was in he my... make? Did he make one valid point in no. that whole duration? No, not one. No. Does this come from a religious background, or it comes from his religious, time in college? Arrogant, or? and uh, I mean, just what are blatant these preachers arrogance. preaching? Didn't God, if you believe in that? I stopped Whatever. listening to what preachers were preaching many years ago. Yeah, me too. But if you believe in that, which the majority of people who live here do. Absolutely. It's a plant. Natural. We're not changing it. I mean, anything more than what we're changing with corn or any other GM or whatever. But how can you be so vehemently against something that your good God not only put on this earth, but then went that extra step just for you? And you know, gave you an endocannabinoid system for it to sink maybe, up with. Maybe it's maybe the marijuana plant is the the apple in the Garden of Eden. Interesting. It's like it's like the the thing that's there, but the one that you're not supposed to touch. There you, you know, go. Like, Justin Fenn Light Brown says when they Bible thump, refer them to Genesis, ver, uh, chapter one, verse twenty nine. I'm gonna look that up if you want to continue. I don't. I I. It's been years since I've read a Bible or done anything other than tear pages out in anger. Uh, that's, anyway. that's the verse about uh, seed-bearing plants, and it was good. Oh, yeah, that's, from all the Cypress Hill songs, sure. <laughs> then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit of a, except for the one I said not to, but you did anyway. Thanks, ladies. So... <laughs> um. Yeah, how that's that's I mean, I don't want to be the one to lead the torchbearers and point out hypocrisies in your religious belief system. God knows we could have a whole nother podcast about that. But if that's where you're coming from, you maybe want to brush up on what the the facts are. Well, his lies about many things during that conversation and many people's lies and their their defense of being against the use of cannabis or any drugs uh, lies and then and then judgmental attitudes towards people that do use drugs. Right. And that's I have a huge problem with right. that. Oh, you smoke marijuana, you dirty meth head yeah, slut. Second class citizens. Wow. Really? We hold day jobs and contribute just as much, if not take, more, than yeah, a lot of these go people. Go home, take your prescription, and, and judge not out. me for using yeah. cannabis. And then, okay. hey, when I decide to stop smoking pot just because I feel like it, let me know how you getting off of your opiates is going for you. Let me know how you're trying your hardest not to blow your brains out because every cell in your body is screaming all at the same time. Just let me know how that goes for you. It is not pretty. Actually, don't let me know. I, no, I don't, I don't even care. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, come on. And, like, Justin Fenlight Brown, uh, or no, just, uh, where is it? Uh, something, oh, yeah, Justin Fan Dark Red says, Amen, three years uh, was on Ritalin from 15 to 18, when he was 15 to 18. Talk about hard drugs, and my mom made me take it. Uh, he tried to come off of that. Would you rather have your kids taking these pills that are completely addictive, that are changing brain chemistry, that are messing with hormones, or would you rather have them have this plant that we have a system in place to use properly, and you can stop smoking it, and you're not going to shake and shiver and wonder why the walls are closing in and, you know, the devil's coming out of your toilet like it's a completely you never experienced it? is that just me am i all alone I, on this one okay that, uh, anyway well moving forward no I, I don't think i've ever experienced that okay yeah. you haven't lived brother no no not not from a withdrawal symptom i don't think i've felt that i've felt that similar kind of no 
No, nope, nothing. <laughs> uh, Justin Van Dark Red says, I was a total narcoleptic for two months coming off Ritalin. Yeah, and how many kids do we know that their kids are on that stuff? A third. It's so many. A third. So of mo- many. A third. And so how, how, did this, uh, how did this argument end? Well, and civil, and sh- handshaking, and agreements yeah. to disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And then up. you woke up? Well, yeah, no. No, um, not at all. With I think with most people that are very against cannabis is that they really uh, would like to relay the fact that they are more intelligent and well more well rounded on than, a moral high ground. Correct, and that you from. know when I when I become you know his age, I'll realize that I was wrong and that I was crazy and that everything that I've done in my life amounts to nothing. Now that's interesting because you have someone there in place listening to this whole conversation and yes. remembering. Oh yeah, who is older than him? His father. And now, what was his view? And that's his his own father, right? Well, he thought it was uh, uh, quite unfair for this individual to um, be putting words in my mouth, lying, and making assumptions about things that he wasn't understanding. And he listened to the whole thing, correct? Right? He, correct. Right. And, and he was saying you know, there was the, some. There, he it. did stand up in defense. I mean, when when the individual was like angry and heated, kind of yelling at me, right, telling you to get the f out and this and that. That I don't deserve to live you know the other wow. the 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 grandfather or his father you know obviously stood family. up and was you know uh stood up for him i'm not i'm not gonna quote that per se sure, but sure. i mean it was pretty colorful oh, I bet. Um, and this is all over and see i'm 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 cool as a cucumber i you know i was I, my voice wasn't raised the whole time um and and i think that actually aggravates people more oh, than completely you know rising like elevating your voice with somebody else's just because being where cool does that cucumber go? it proves them right fisticuffs it proves them right there's no good end for that right it's gonna I, elevate this is gonna elevate and priest and we're throwing punches yeah, which would have felt better in the moment, but I in the know. end game it right. does not justify the means. Sure, <laughs> absolutely not. Let's let's uh, let's let's do this next subject here. Okay, anyway. so basically we, we, that that's that, and uh, so when you're talking, well, I guess the the conclusion, the moral of, that of is, the story, is that when you're talking to people that are absolutely against cannabis, like be prepared for the absolute, the most worst, illogical things that you you know that are pretty much ridiculous to say that methamphetamine is safer than marijuana like, right and this goes back what to do you what say to we, that i know you cannot what do you say to that you and when you say that and, and the world is flat and i'm gonna keep going this way till right. i fall off when you say that methamphetamine is more dangerous and they say how do you know <laughs> well methamphetamine one kills people because i used to have a daughter and now i have a crack whore thanks <laughs> meth Ooh, meth Right, so just be prepared for for the worst. And again, I I want to reiterate, these are the same arguments we've heard time and time again from those in charge, from those elected officials creating this body of law that we all have to abide by, and it's based on absolutely nothing concrete, factual, none of that. You made a 55-page report that completely contradicted with cited sources. You can find that on the Hotbox forums. It's, on, it's everywhere on the internet. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Burn the witch. Well, how do you know she's a witch? Oh, yeah, she looks like a witch. Burn the witch. Like, really? Is this a Monty Python sketch? Or are we making law? Like, I thought that was a respectable job until I saw some of that. I was like... I think it's both. I think uh, making wow, laws is kind of like witch... Or, you know, hunt, witch hunting. You, you are... You you know, if you want to lower crime, stop making laws. 
And I, I always had a, a hard time with this, that when, when okay, let's say, uh, hypothetically, you be a Republican, I'll be whatever. Now, we are making a law. We have conflicting viewpoints. When that happens, how do we resolve this? Do we go and base it on our feelings, or do we look at factual evidence, statistics, facts? Do we look at facts and make a logical decision based on that, or do we just pull numbers out of our assholes? I, I, you know, I think the way that a lot of laws get passed are in deals. You know, like, okay, we'll vote yes on your law if you vote yes on our law. So we'll pass this one, and you guys can pass that one. And I really think And then that, let the people vote on it? No. Because the people are no. dumb. They don't know what they're voting for. No. <laughs> people are dumb. And, and <laughs> most people, that. including myself, when, <laughs> sure. I, when I go to vote, like, I don't know enough about most of the initiatives to really make an educated decision decision which is where the party are, lines come yeah in, there I are think. so many initiatives that right. you know if you were studied up on all, on all of them you would know more than any of the elected officials and and this has been proven uh, to me personally several times by showing an elected official information and them asking where i got it well from the department of justice sir like mm. it's the crime report for montana your own yeah. company's website if yeah, you like, Will, what do you mean? Where did I get? You said that crime was out of control, and you've never seen a crime report. Like, and what did they on. use for their cited sources? Uh, probably testimony. God, testimony. Sure, sure. You know, somebody standing up and saying all these the marijuana kids. crimes. Bad. Yeah, exactly. And we've seen this time and time again. The government's doing with the internet IP blacklist bill. It's all about the kids, and I have a huge problem with people using their children the to push their political agendas. I have a huge problem with that. How, do, how does blacklisting on the internet save kids? Because the pornographers and the child pornographers. Okay, I have I have been using the internet since I was 15. I've never come across child porn. 13 years, I have never yeah. seen something that I would deem illegal, child pornography. Yeah. Like, And the bottom line is, if my pot smoking is affecting your kids, you're the worst parent in the world. If my internet use is affecting your kids, unless I'm looking at pictures of them, you're the worst (laughs) parent in the world. Unless anything I'm doing is affecting your kids, you're the worst. Don't make laws that ruin our lives because you suck at being a parent. Give the kid up for adoption and move on with your fucking life. That's all. And... Again, about Pardon the, my French, but come on. I think you'd have to be a rather demented individual in the first place to go out and seek out child pornography. Right. It's not something that, you know... It's not like a pop-up ad that's like, hey, notice you were looking at 38-year-old amateur porn right. on a 14... Like, no, that's not how the internet works. And that's right. a problem. A lot of these legislators, because they have such a large scope of what they're trying to make laws for... They don't know. They're uneducated. Yeah, they take testimony. But the other problem is they don't care. Because they all. get paid either way. They don't give a fuck about you. Absolutely. They give a fuck about their pocketbooks and control. And that's what that comes down to. I uh, got a real quick Facebook comment before we get in a couple stories before we okay. get out of here. Uh, this is from a buddy of mine, Ian. He says, I'm for repeal. Repeal of prohibition? Oh! Oh, right. Medical marijuana was a partial repeal of prohibition. Reenacting is not reenacting it is not repealing it is reenacting as long as you use words they have twisted to suit their agenda your arguments will always default to their victory i like that i like that too thank you ian yeah 
All right, so uh, Michigan also kind of mimicking what's happening here, not having a very good time. Uh, we have a patient writing here. She, uh, he, she, they say, 60 years old, degenerative disc disease, walks with a cane. They say closing medical marijuana dispensaries would be a disaster. Agree or disagree? Uh, I would agree on on the aspect that I, I think that if you are a medical cannabis patient, you have a right to safe and clean access. Exactly. Um, meeting up with your provider in the parking lot at you know eight o'clock at night in Smith's or a grocery store's parking lot isn't really. I, I kind of find that dehumanizing. Unless the like, dispensary is in the school cafeteria, then right. come on. So if you, if, if you had to pick up your other prescriptions from some dude in an old minivan in the parking lot of a, of a grocery store, uh, that would be dehumanizing to me. Like if, if you've gone through the hoops and you've obtained a medical cannabis card because you feel like it's the best choice for you, for and then your, your health, state doesn't give you the safe access to it, right. there's a problem. Um, not all dispensaries obviously are safe and clean, but, sure. uh, but that's your choice to pick one. That, that is. Uh, absolutely. And so competition comes into play there and you're going to have the places that you're going to find something that's just right for the you. The market will. And so fix. closing the dispensaries, um, is a disaster for those patients that are benefiting from the individuals that have opened storefronts. Why don't you just hand the monopoly over to Philip Morris right now? If you want to, you cannot be the one to regulate that. The market has to regulate well, itself, and capitalism is based on that. And the interesting thing about the best wins having dispensaries is the best way to monitor cannabis is because you would have to go to the dispensary to get it, and that would be the that would be a centralized location that you could set up a, a monitoring program uh, like they have uh, in Michigan for prescription drugs. Uh, if you get rid of the dispensaries, you delocalize the cannabis distribution, and then it's all over the place. You're gonna have, you know, you're gonna have cannabis being delivered in your neighborhoods. You're gonna have cannabis being delivered everywhere. Not to mention, it's completely more uh, inconvenient for a patient to have to like set up a time to meet somebody somewhere to get their prescription. Right? Are we With dealing drugs, or are we being a legitimate business here? Correct. Exactly. Correct. And uh, let's see. In, in the chat, we have some... some I think we're dealing drugs, comments. but as a legitimate business. Right. We're dealing drugs as far as a f your pharmacy is dealing drugs. And that, that's a great, a great line out of an Atmosphere song. He says something about, are you a patient or a junkie? The only difference is who takes your money. And that, that's exactly it. Do you go to the pharmacy to get your pain pills, or do you go to your buddy down the street and get your pain pills? Do you have a legitimate prescription? Are you a state-sponsored junkie? Or are you a junkie junkie? You know, the, it's, it, it's all in how, how you look at it. And uh, let me see. Justin Fanlight Brown, or uh, bleh, Justin Fan Dark Red says, they always use the gateway theory, which is BS, because everyone does cigarettes or alcohol first. Justin Fanlight Brown cements this fact saying, nicotine, age 6, alcohol, age 7, cannabis, age 14, meth, just once, age 21. Guess what my gateway was? Uh, Justin Fan Dark Red says, alcohol, age 12, cig, 13, marijuana, 15. Interesting. Just want to say, interesting. Uh, and then uh, we had a question in the chat. I did want to get your uh, take on real quick. So Justin Fenn Light Green says, uh, if... Oh, where did it start? Oh, he says, uh, if, if 148... Uh, would a Montana court follow suit should 148 be reinstated in 2012? If so, would we be worse off than if 423 with injunctions in place stayed intact? Read that one more time. 
he says, <laughs> sorry. Um, oh, where are we? Quit typing in the chat, guys. Oh, is it in the chat? All right. Yeah. Uh, 5,000 verifiable years of use by humans, illegal for this part of the time. That that's a matter of opinion, I believe. If you if you support the what's going on with Senate oh. Bill four twenty three, right, then you would probably <clears throat> feel that uh, we would be better off with that bill. If you feel that this program worked better under one forty eight. You would probably feel that way, and we heard this a lot. That um, one forty eight or one four twenty three was basically repeal and wrapping paper. They had a right. lot of restrictions pl- in place that were completely unnecessary from fabricated thoughts on what happened here. So the one thing, I, the one thing that I don't like about four twenty three, or the thing that I like the least about it, is that as a medical marijuana patient, you cannot grow and have a provider. Four twenty three is not what we voted for. No, it's not at all. All. And we and, know that for a fact. And so, and so, as a as a a Montanan, and I think this can be said about a lot of Montanans, is that we're resourceful, and some of these individuals like to provide for themselves. Sure. And this for and Senate Bill four twenty three eliminates the possibility for you to grow your own cannabis. Well, you know, if and you then grow during your... the times that you are in between harvests, mm-hmm. you can go to a provider and obtain your medication. The under this new law, you have to choose one or the other. Right. And with the new plant plant count, there is no. I, I don't. That's underst- ridiculous. You have to break the law at some point in time while you're growing your own cannabis right. as a patient because you cannot have a, more than 28 grams of dried material. You can't have more than four mature plants. And so, how do you produce 12 months of medicine off of four plants? Without ever having an well, ounce of dry, you saw what plants. happened under the old law. We we were allowed six plants, and those plants banded together, and they went to schools, and they raped, and they pillaged. Yes, they now, did. Now, if we have four, they can't do that. It's they th- can't form mega killer death Satan plant. That's what they're afraid of, dude. Mega diller diller cat paint plant. Cannabis plants raping people. <laughs> I know. Yes. I want to see that image. I want someone to draw that. <laughs> but it's it's ridiculous. It it, it has no. No grounded boundary in any reality any of us share in this planet at all. Like, if you grow your own plant, the pot's going to kill you. But if you get it from someone else, they know what they're doing and the pot won't kill you. Like, are you kidding me? So, uh, Mandeville of Albion, going back to the Michigan story, was among around a half dozen medical marijuana patients who stopped by People's Choice Alternative Medicine Thursday morning. Uh, Ann Arbor reporter sat in the lobby for an hour and a half to talk to patients about their choice to get marijuana from the dispensary. People's Choice partners say they operate a nonprofit that takes donations for services and does not sell medical marijuana. A Michigan Court of Appeals ruling on August 23rd made the sale of marijuana at dispensaries illegal in the eyes of the state. Because pharmacies give away their medications, so should medical marijuana dispensaries, right? Sure. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What does that do for the people? How does uh, that help the people? It, it doesn't help at those all. individuals at all. And, at it, all. and it doesn't keep medical cannabis or marijuana off the streets at all either. It's, it's, it's really a... It creates more of a black market, right? If you will. Well, and then again, the safe access. Now you have now you have people transporting cannabis all over town all day right. to meet up with their patients instead of their patients going to them um, and asking their for will. donations. What other business does that? Do you want this to be a legitimate business or not? Because I was under the impression that that's what we wanted to help our failing economy. 
What reality do you live in? I, d- I just a made up one that I, I hope mean, one day to see true. I guess devils coming out of the toilet and shit. This is what happens when I, I don't mean, smoke pot for a week. Well, it's good for you. I'm right? all clear headed and thinking. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Uh, I don't know if I like it either. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Manville said he takes medical marijuana for migraines and the leg pain. Ingesting marijuana that's baked or cooked into food really takes the pain away. Dispensaries began popping up in Ann Arbor and across the state after the Michigan Medical Marijuana, with an H, Act went into effect April 2009. Is that what you guys voted for? I'm just checking. And this is interesting. We're seeing what happened here being mimicked in other states. And that's no good because what happened here is no good. A complete trample of the people's rights. Uh, Manville said he doesn't grow plants for himself because he travels. He said a friend agreed to become a state-designated caregiver for him. Uh, doesn't know how to grow marijuana, so he hasn't been able to obtain medical marijuana that way. That's why he comes to the dispensary. Uh, Mark Pelton, 56, is a retired engineer who lives in Canton. He drives Ann Arbor for medical marijuana, which he said helps him deal with severe leg pain from a ruptured disc. Uh, when not taking marijuana, he can't stand up straight. Painkillers he took previously for his back made him too foggy-headed to work and ripped up his stomach. Interesting. So the legal stuff, just not doing it for you, huh? Hurting you, maybe, more than it's helping you? Interesting. You find that happens a lot? You have a lot of patients that are just throwing pain pills at you saying, please give me pot because these are crap. They're killing me softly uh, yep. with his song. Yes. Killing me softly. And not even softly. Sometimes. No, harshly. Yeah. harshly. Hey, when's the last time you took a dump? <laughs> About three weeks ago? Yeah. Killing you. It's terrible. Clogging you. Clogging up the gully works, something. if you will. And Berger says, yeah, he agrees with what I was saying about uh, other states following suit. He says they are about two years behind us. They have a turbulent two years to go then. Good luck, guys, definitely. And, and we're starting to see this here. Uh, black markets opening up once again. We saw yeah. a huge decrease in it. In the, in, I mean, at least we have here locally. I don't know about other places in Montana, but we're starting to read more about busts happening now. In the illegal sector, because of these strict regulations, because dispensaries got raided, people closed up shop because they're scared. Yep, absolutely. Do we live in America to be afraid of our government, or should it be the other way around? Because I was under the impression that when we're afraid of the government, we need to take the power back and make them afraid of us, because they work for us. Good luck. That's called a revolution. Yeah, Viva I mean, La Revolution really, then. I, you know, Justin but Van I agree Dark, with you. Justin Van Dark Red says, I'm a nurse, and I see a lot of, uh, a lot of points. Patients. Oh, thank you. A lot of patients refuse opiates and anti-emetic because they don't work, have harsh side effects. Modern medicine is experimental and kills lots of people. That's an interesting thing about uh, a lot of new medications is that they're tested from anywhere from 60 to 90 days in laboratory tests. And then after that 60 or 90 days, they're approved for use. And then, But a lot of the patients that are taking these drugs are taking them for way more than 60 or 90 days. And prolonged effects of these drugs are, aren't tested very well. Is, right. And is, like, is, is what I understood, and that could be incorrect. But what reality you live in. <laughs> I, yeah, again. Yeah, some of these side effects won't manifest for years in, in, some, in most and, cases. And the other thing is, is that they don't test medications mixed with other ones. Exactly. And so you have if a you lot have of a interaction. myriad of different 
prescriptions, there hasn't been testing done to see if your combination of 16 medications meshes well with your system. Exactly. Again, I could be wrong. And Justin Fenlight Brown says, when we're afraid of government, it's called tyranny. Thank you. Justin Van Darkred says, marijuana has been tested for thousands of years. Interesting. How's the uh, mortality rate on that? How's the uh, death rate on that? Uh, you know, I, I the, uh, you know, I think it was uh, last, last time, time I you checked, checked you, it was. Um, you want to count those up real quick for me? Uh, yeah. You want the calculator? Well, Here. I don't see any actually. Do want, are you on the right page? It's it's blank. no, it's called marijuana. It's spelled with a J now, not an H. Oh, did you spell it right? Yep, cannabis. It's blank. Pot, weed, oh, ganja. Here, here's doja. the statistic. Oh, zero. You got it there? Good, good. Zero. Zero. I think they really? forgot the other numbers. Interesting. The other numbers of zero and zero? Interesting. Zero point zero? Now, how does a drug with zero deaths uh, make it to Schedule One substance? Would that be legislation fueled by racism and bigotry and not facts? Absolutely. Interesting. Absolutely. Do we allow that to happen nowadays? I wonder what else has been passed that way that we haven't really, like... Butt our heads up against yet. I know. You know Can uh, you imagine? Or, uh, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of other things that um, have happened or does legislation that mean- that's passed <laughs> in the same way that I'm not aware of. Does that mean 9 11 was an inside job? Oh, Lord. Mm. Uh, 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 trying to get us uh, into do- war? Like Pearl Harbor, maybe? Oh, I don't know. I, I that's don't interesting. Know. Or. or- Gulf of Tonkin, yeah. or, well, you know. You never know. Actually, you can list those off pretty well every yeah, major yeah. encounter we've been hmm, in. Justin Fanlight Brown, zero traffic fatalities in Montana due solely to cannabis inebriation. Never use intoxication because cannabis is non-toxic. Ooh, I like that. I do like that. That should yeah, be a I shirt. There you go. Intoxication. <laughs> it's not intoxicating. <laughs> we take the toxic out of intoxication. Nice. <laughs> That's cool. That's how we do. All right. So yeah, you run a comedy the, show, don't you? I do. Three days a week. Thejamal.com. So uh, these people, the the echoing sentiment is when they smoke pot, they feel better. When they take pills, they don't. Uh, closing dispensaries indeed would be a disaster. So case closed. Keep the dispensaries open. There you go. I'm down. Uh, that's gonna about do it. I think we good. I, I is think that so, is yeah. that good? Um, yeah. Got everything out you wanted to to talk about so far, and mention. Um, other than other than, I'd like to mention the ex meth user that's on probation that lives here in Montana that says he uses marijuana religiously. Really? Is that a religion? Uh, apparently there is a a church here in uh, Montana that has to do with smoking cannabis as a sacrament. Well, I mean, at least cannabis is real. Right. I'll just leave it at that. I don't want right. to piss off any, you know, true believers. I mean, you're I, free. We live in America. You're free to believe I, what you like. So there's a, a possibly recovering drug addict that is on probation that has violated it in several ways. And uh, one of those ways is smoking marijuana. Um, and he is trying to say that uh, he's spiritually moved to smoke marijuana. Um, even though he was prohibited from doing so as part of his five-year probation sentence for conspiracy to manufacture and possess with intent to distribute methamphetamine. Huh. Um, Back to the religious thing. Now, we say we're, you can believe in what you want, but that also means that I can believe in what I want. Correct. So don't tread on me, and I won't tread on you. I guess, I guess uh, it doesn't say here if he was actually a medical marijuana patient, is he? 
Uh, let's see. Medical marijuana card also allows Laffley, who uh, ah, we're talking okay. Charles Wade Laffley, I, the I guess person my, on probation. My, my one thing would be if you're a medical marijuana patient, do not act like this guy. Like, yeah. Pull your head out of your ass. Sure. A medical marijuana card also allows Laffley to buy marijuana with a prescription under Montana state law. Uh, Randy Liebenguth, a leader of the Montana Cannabis Ministries and a cannabis sacrament minister, a dispensary owner, and a DJ, <laughs> DJ, 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 testified at the hearing about the church's beliefs. Uh, Libenguth oh, consistently Jesus. defined, are you with me or against me, DJ? Hey, drop that beat while I get put in jail real quick. What? <laughs> really? That's a great sentence. Isn't it? I love it. It's stereotypical of if course. I've ever seen anything. Of course. Yeah, he's a minister and a DJ. Of course. And he Who? owns a dispensary. I, I mean... People aren't going to want to come to your church if there's no good music. I mean, Fresh Life capitalized all over that. I thought it was the stickers. And ripping off Skull Candy Headphones <clears throat> logo. Have I mentioned that Just I wanted saying. to name our... Uh, oh, it is. That's the same. Weird, huh? Skull, isn't it? I got them all over here. That's These aren't Skulture stickers, bro. These are that's Skull fun. Candy. I didn't even put that together. That's what so started Skull my beef. Dispensary. Because I'm right... I'm like less than a block Whoa. away. Skull Whoa. Dispensary. Nice. Throw the fucking skull up in the window. Right? Put dispensary on the window and see how long it would take those churches hey, to come down and while protest. we're being your kid's parents because you sucked at parenting and did a complete failure of a job we're also selling them drugs <laughs> just you know on I, god's behalf i wonder if any parents would be like you are not going to skull church anymore they <laughs> they have a dispensary too oh they also have a billboard by the way but hey do you believe what you want i'm gonna believe what i want and if smoking pot religiously makes me feel better and if you taking wine and eating bits and pieces of a dead prophet makes you feel better whatever awesome more power do to it. you but don't uh, don't do it. Don't put it in the news. Don't no. give these people any more ammunition. Uh, Look at these they... crazy potheads that used to distribute methamphetamine, and now he goes although, to a cannabis church. Like, although I feel better that they're making up stories that are kind of based in fact instead of just completely making up stories. Right. So yeah, that, I guess that's true. On the, you know, silver linings. All right. I'm all about silver linings now. All right. Uh, Guth consistently defined the Montana Cannabis ministry, uh, Ministry's beliefs in term of its, quote, religious sacrament, <laughs> marijuana. Uh, he testified that the ministry's key belief is that cannabis brings us closer to God. Sure. <laughs> so does mushrooms and LSD and sex, but okay. Uh, it provides us with a spiritual unity, spiritual unifier. He further testified that the ministry's key religious practice is, quote, Baptism by fire. Which includes... <laughs> Dunking your head in a fire? No, no. no. Oh, it gets better Wh than that. Which includes lighting a lighter <laughs> or any sort of match. Can we play the ballad? Freebird. Right. Back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> they, play that oh, track, God. DJ. Spit, hey, <laughs> drop this Freebird remix. Remix! <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So baptism by fire, by lighting oh, a lighter God. or a match, and... Anything else on the religious sacrament, inhaling and then exhaling. Oh, so smoking a bowl. Sprinkling it with a little meth, because that's anything else on the sacrament, right? Oh, that's There's true. where he got popped. Powder puff. U.S. District Court Judge Donald Malloy didn't buy it. <laughs> he stole it. Bah! 
uh, saying, with all due respect, <laughs> did he say this with a straight face? I don't know. I'm guessing probably not. Have. Dot, dot, dot. It doesn't sound like a religion to me. It sounds like a way to smoke marijuana. Well, that's interesting. He is stating the obvious. Believing in God kind of doesn't sound like religion to me. It sounds like a way to get tax-free income. I mean, I'm just saying. Just saying. Not bad. Not At least bad. pot we know exists. That's that's all I'm saying. Now, if God came down and introduced himself and said, you know, the Bible, I had a great idea. Humanity completely fucked it up. I wiped him out once with the flood. I made the mistake of promising never to do that again. That's my bad. Here's this plant. Listen. <laughs> Listen here. This is God talking, okay? You've been eating my son. I appreciate that. That gives me great power and joy. Come on, guys. Are we adults? Are we in kindergarten? Is this romper room? Am I back in the 80s? Say it ain't so. The government has a compelling interest in denying a convicted drug felon a religious exemption that would permit him to use drugs while serving his term of supervised release. Uh, the panel also found that it would burdensome and impractical to make Laffley's probation officer separate sacramental drug use from any non-religious <laughs> drug uses. No, hold on. The meth, that was totally non-religious. But the pot, that was religious. So I'll go ahead and take the fine for the meth. But the pot, you're not getting me on that. It's my religion. It's my right. My God-given right. Isn't that, what, isn't that like part of Rastafari? Rastafarianism. Rastafari, yeah. I mean, isn't that like part, isn't cannabis Every part of Every religion their... has its sacraments. Right. Just because you picked a stupid shroud of Turin and we picked a plant that's awesome, that ain't our fault. That's your fault. Yeah. So this it's isn't silly. even a, a, an original idea. No, at all. At all. So This is what Jamaica was founded on. Right. I mean, I come on. I just, I mean. I just found it very amusing that like the course. I wonder system, what his sermons are like. Probably really sleepy. <laughs> and just new, like, and now we'll pass around the offering basket and the Doritos. And it's, it's, just like Amen. A four, it's just like a four hose hookah. <laughs> yeah, right. He's <laughs> like, you know, I, cart. I was going to write a great sermon today, but then I, I got, got high. high. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this thing up. Thank you, Ian. As always, yeah. it's been a pleasure. <laughs> uh, next Thursday, we good? Yeah. All I, right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, join us, hotboxpodcast.com slash live every Thursday for the time being. The best way to know exactly when the show goes live is to go to facebook.com slash hotboxpodcast. Click that little like button. And then just whenever you're on Facebook, just check it out there if it's Thursday and see what I post because we post there every time the show goes live. Uh, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash hotboxpodcast. You can tell that to send Twitter messages from Hotbox Podcast from us to your cell phone and then you'll get a text message on your cell phone when the show goes live because when the show goes live i post to twitter which will post to your phone that's how it works pretty cool uh definitely spread the word uh we do this like i said this is all grassroots out of our own pockets and we can appreciate any help that you guys can give us we have a message board forum set up that we share with the comedy show at hotboxpodcast.com slash forums Top section's for the jam hole, middle section is for everybody, and the bottom section is all the cannabis-related stuff for the hot box. Definitely, Justin Fanlight Brown, thank you. Sign the petition. If you signed up to be a petition signature gatherer, how about you go out, and here's a novel idea, gather some signatures. And if you have gathered signatures, fucking rock on. I love you. Hey, rock out with the cocks out, because you guys did a great job. Pants off, dance off. We really, really appreciate it. This, uh, this, this is impossible without you guys. So definitely, 
Uh, email info at hotboxpodcast.com. There's comment forms on the site. There's comments you can leave for each episode. And, of course, in the forums, there's an, a post for each episode if you guys want to discuss more. I always post it in the Facebook and on Twitter, like I said. Uh, just interact. Participation is key. We do this show not to listen to ourselves talk, but for you guys. So, you know. Interact. I actually do it to listen to myself. Talk. Do you? I used to, but I'm I over hate it. my voice. I'm actually, so over it. <laughs> that's so terrible. I sound like I'm all nasally. I was uh, I was our biggest hey fan guys. At first. Yeah, we're gonna talk about cannabis. <laughs> are you guys Are you guys ready? All right, get your pipes out. It's time to blaze one for the yeah. nation. <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, yeah, and leave us a message four zero six two zero four four six eight seven when the show's not live. When the show is live, call that and you can say hi, just like Jimmy One did. So uh, yeah, other than that, email, interact, participate, gather, sign. Just be good humans. Can we, can we just can we do that for the next week? Come back Thursday and tell me a story about you being a good human to somebody else. Okay? Let's do that, and we'll talk to you guys Thursday. Peace out. If you like you we, like this we, is where, this is where you, you need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. If you Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.